0: She'll she'll, she'll do She'll do She'll do do, do, do,
1: Good lovin' The girl's got plenty good lovin' Ask me how I know And And I'll I'll tell tell you so. so She used to be my girl I, I respect her when she was mine i used to neglect her uh she wanted more than i, I could, could give. give but as long as i live she'll be my girl she she, she used, used to, to be my girl
0: she used to be my girl let's start the show Welcome to the short Disc podcast. This is episode twenty nine. We are one more episode away from episode thirty, y'all. And thirty episodes is a wow.
2: I wasn't even supposed to come back until that. you well, did. look yeah. at us, Look at So us.
0: episode thirty will be <laughs> the episode that you're supposed to come back and join all us. Right,
2: but
0: now I'm here forever. Forever, <laughs> ever,
2: forever ever.
0: <laughs> we also have our um you can't we can't call a permanent cause she ain't on all the time. But frequent. she should be, you know, she's a frequent collaborator with us here
3: friend of the the show
0: there you go friend of
3: the show yes
0: miss steph is on the line how you doing today
3: i am wonderful how are you
0: doing phenomenal um it is another day we are here um how has the week been for everyone let's start with you steph since you're on today
3: um my week has been great. Um dealing with the little challenges here and there, but I mean, I can't complain at all.
2: Okay.
0: That's good. Uh, Mahogany?
2: <laughs> Just about the same. You know, every every week has their things, but we maneuver and navigate <laughs> through them. So overall, it's been an excellent week.
0: Okay. Big time. What you got? It's been a good week. <laughs>
1: Had to work overtime, but hey. Okay. Nothing week. wrong
0: with that. Okay. Yeah for me. Hey, like I said, any um, anytime that I'm here. It's a good week, so I'm good. I made it here on Sunday, so yeah. Yeah. It's good to be with everybody. <laughs> That's good. Oh. That's good. Stuff anything new exciting going on for you up there in Atlanta, Georgia? You been anything going on with the weather? Did you go to the Donda (laughs) event?
4: Absolutely
1: not. You're not going to subscribe to the foolery, huh?
3: (laughs) No, I refuse. Like, you know, Keith knows I used to love Kanye. Mm -hmm. Um, Nothing against Kanye, but I just felt like that whole situation was a bit too much. Yeah. Um, So, Well, it looked like
0: him and your boy getting back together for that Watch the Throne,
3: too. Oh hey, listen! I'm I'm here for that. I think, um, and for those listening, I am the Jay Z fan, not a Jay Z fan, the, the Jay Z fan. Mm-hmm. Um, with you and yes, and the, and the two of them together is just pure magic. I uh, I just I love them together. I love the first Watch the Throne album, so I will be ready and waiting for the second and the tour.
0: Can I say something? Um, I am Mm -hmm. very, very big fans of both. I love both of them. Mm
3: -hmm.
0: I think, you know, if there was a versus battle, Kanye is probably the only person that could beat Jay Z, maybe because he's produced and wrote so many. Yeah, just the young, single, maybe. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I
2: almost forgot about that. Could. She reminded me. Uh, His wife
3: could. We'll see. Okay, but we're not going to. We're, we're not, not going to get
0: into that. that. Uh, that'll be another, yeah. we ain't that, that'll be another episode. that'll be another episode.
3: Because you, you know, I stay ready to sing. I know. So it. I'm just. We're we, we, we gonna
0: <laughs> we gon have. We're gonna have another episode about that. But <laughs> I'll tell you, the Watch the Throne album, I wasn't impressed by it as much as I thought it would be. Like the mm-hmm. other work that they've collaborated on, mm. right? Was better than Watch the Throne to me. And I, I mm-hmm. just was, and I love them both. And I and I like the album, but I, I was waiting, I thought it was gonna be a masterpiece. Like, my favorite song is um the song with them and Beyonce. Take, I can't remember the name of it. Take It to the Moon, Take It to the Stars. Yes. Yeah, yes. that's my favorite song.
3: That's actually. That's actually my ringtone on my phone. I know I'm too old for ringtone, but that's been my ringtone.
0: <laughs> never, never that's too old. That's been my
3: ringtone. That's been my ringtone for years now. Okay,
0: so, okay, yeah. yeah. So I lift off
3: is the name. Lift off. Of
0: there you go. There you go. Lift off. Yeah.
3: Yes. I was a I was a
0: mm-hmm. little bit underwhelmed by it, but mm-hmm. you know, hopefully with the second one, you know, if if that is what is going to happen, that the chemistry is still there which i'm sure it is i mean yeah. you know brothers and sisters get estranged sometime with certain situations so they they they'll come back together but
3: they'll get it together
0: yeah yeah uh well i know that you're not here with us <clears throat> to be able to munch down but last week's episode oh before we get into that i do want to tell you guys for episode 30 i know i had talked about this a uh, a few episodes ago, but because it is 30 and it is kind of a monumental thing, you know, cause we reached number 30, I am going to do the hundred dollar gift card giveaway thing. Okay. Um, I will be posting it on social media for you guys to enter. So stay tuned for the details. If you're not on social media and you listen to us, send us an email, the short desk podcast at gmail.com. And just put I listen and your name and a way of contacting you well the email will be a way to contact you and so you will be entered into the raffle and then um we will if your name is pulled and you're not on social media we'll email you the way that we we have been doing raffles going forward is you must listen to our podcast so the thing is I'm not gonna post a winner on social media you know because sometimes you have people that follow you that don't listen right mm-hmm. and so they could just enter and win and you know a listener that has been you know given us support for so long did not get an opportunity to win so we want our listeners the people that have been down with us since day one not even day one just been down with us right mm-hmm. to have an opportunity to win something that we're just saying thank you it's just a regular visa or mastercard gift card hundred dollars and not both Right. <laughs> right. Both. So it, <laughs> it, it probably is a MasterCard I'm going to get. Yeah. MasterCard. So just want to give you guys uh, want to just say thank you. Thank you for the support. Thank you for everything that you've been doing. Episode 30 also is going to be a little different. We're going to you know, have our normal format, but we're also going to do a special section called Ask Us Anything. So, if you guys want to have any questions that you want to ask us, we will have our email. What was that? What was that that (laughs) chuckle? I don't know what's going to come of that. Oh, good. They ain't going to do nothing crazy. I am
2: by. (laughs) <laughs> <All right. laughs> well,
0: I tell you what. If they do, if if it is a guy that got something crazy to say, you know, I'm gonna gladly answer the question for you. I know. <laughs>
3: listen, listen. I'm telling you, like those two episodes where I was here, my IG and block like. I'm blew telling up. you. Um, mm. Yeah, I was just like, wow. Yeah. Wow. Where did you
2: even come from?
0: Well, you know? I will if you have any <laughs> questions. For uh, Miss Mahogany And they are inappropriate Just know
4: <laughs> You got two big old monsters to run up against
0: Before you get to her We're like the final bosses Before you get to her so. Appreciate y'all oh. yeah, It would be in your best judgment not to try it And it only takes one of us too. That's it Just one That's it The other one will sit and watch That's it That's it
2: They can send my questions to you <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> <laughs> Just send all of them I'll answer them all and
0: what we will do for the Ask Anything, we will. Uh, you can send it to our email, theshortdeskpodcast at gmail dot com. I'll also have something up on our social media accounts where you can DM us. You know, through the stories or whatever that you want to be that you want a question asked. You can put your name if you want your name added. If you don't want us to say your name, that's fine. You can ask us anything. That's going to be a little segment. If you guys don't ask us any questions, then it won't be part of it. But just want to give you guys a heads up. That'll be coming for episode 30. Now that we got that out of the way, episode 28, Miss Mahogany came in here with the Japanese. I'm sure there I go again. The South South Korean Korean snack snack box. box. (laughs) Yes. And we didn't get through all of those. So she brought it back again for this episode. So, Mahogany, what are we going to be munching on? And then I'll let everybody know what we'll be sipping on today.
2: Okay, so we have gelicious or jelly, uh strawberry gummy fruit snacks um, that it says. And then we have the um, white tort. Mm. We have. It looks to be a candy called Sweet and Sour Chewy, grape flavor.
0: Oh, okay.
2: And Choco Pie looks like a moon pie. Very much giving me moon pie vibes from the outside, but it's banana flavor. Oh. So, yes. And then if we get to them, we still have spicy chicken corn
0: puffs. Oh, oh okay. Remember, we didn't get to Yeah, meat. we didn't get to those. And then the
2: churro snack.
0: Okay. It just... That's why we need you in his stuff to help us yeah. consume these things.
2: <laughs> Don't they sound magical? Oh, <laughs> they
3: do. I'm sitting here now, like, Googling. What it may produce like, might to be find magical. Out where I can get a box.
2: <laughs> I went, um, I'll, I'll send you where I got them from.
0: OK, right. perfect. Thank you. Yeah. White tort. OK, so um, what we're going to sip on with this today, Steph, and for everyone listening, is a wine that um, I know last episode I talked to you guys. I went to Trader Joe's and we tried that sparkling strawberry drink, which was just a juice. This one is a wine, actually. This is called Imbali. It is a Western Cape Wine of South Africa Uh, Bright aromas Of passion fruit Guava, melon, sweet Lychee and honeyed Tangerine A weighty mid palate that Extends into a lingering aftertaste of Yellow plum Mbali is the Zulu word For flower The protea The protea is South Africa's natural national flower and is resilient to harsh conditions. The protein inspires us to be resilient in our pursuit to craft fine wines. So we will sip on this. When we were in um we were in uh Trader Joe's, this guy actually pointed it out to my wife and I to say, hey, try this one. We were like, okay. It was only six ninety nine. They had like a little display with all these wines for six ninety nine. he said, This was good. You know, you won't be disappointed with it. So uh Oh, okay. I guess it ain't good, huh?
2: No, I didn't. Um I'm just opening Oh, it thank for you. you.
0: The way you made that face, I said, Oh. Okay. No, that's
2: my focus grown okay. person face.
0: Okay. Mm-hmm. So um <laughs> that's the way I interpreted that.
2: I was like, Mm-mm.
0: So we'll go ahead and pour up and uh, Steph says she's going to join us, but she's going to be drinking on some wa- uh, water today.
3: Oh, I yeah, made a, um... yeah, some mace too. Uh, okay,
0: ain't nothing wrong with some water. Uh-uh.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: How's the weather been in Atlanta, Steph?
3: I mean, right now we've gone from having four seasons in one week to two. Oh, okay. so we're bouncing back and forth between spring and summer right now.
0: Okay. Okay. It's been pouring just about every day down here. I don't think it did it rain yesterday?
2: It did. Not for
0: me. Well, by me. Oh, it did. It well, where I went, it did rain. So it, it's been raining almost every day here. Uh, um different times of the showers, day. mostly. Hey, we ain't toast, man. Oh. See, mm. I'm about to take off. Oh, I already did. You already did. Shall <laughs> this? Yes. yes. Uh the wine is disgusting. Oh no, it's not too bad. It's not too bad. Oh, okay. I'm sorry, Mahogany. It is disgusting. Uh, You didn't like it, huh? It has a little bit of a spice bite to it. I'm
2: wine bougie, so
0: Okay. It's
2: okay. It was it was how much?
0: Six ninety
1: nine. Okay. It's like six ninety nine. I get it. Six
2: ninety nine. It's tougher
0: than a (laughs) two (laughs) dollar (laughs) steak.
2: Ah, John.
0: Man. I will tell you, I do like this little tort. Oh god man. was <clears throat> that bad, huh? I like the tort.
2: I right, let me get mine open. I had some I like the tort. Some uh
0: You didn't like the tort, John?
1: The initial taste uh kind of throws you off, but the aftertaste uh, makes up for the uh the foul taste at the be beginning, I guess.
4: Mm-mm.
0: you know No? You don't like it?
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay.
2: I think, I think I think it's better than the wine, so I'm okay. <laughs> Maybe that's what it is. Yeah, he ate it before the wine. Yeah,
0: yeah. The wine is not in Bali. I, I, I had so much. I'm just gonna drink it in principle.
2: Since I'm gonna drink it, still don't yeah. don't worry about that. Oh
0: man, but, you know, I thought this was gonna be. You know, it came from the motherland. yeah, yeah, and then it said it had the honey tangerine. The passion fruit—I don't taste any of that in this wine. Mm -mm. So, tastes like it was made yesterday. Mm -mm. Damn. Okay. (laughs) All right. Uh, um,
2: Is it is it sweet? No, ma'am.
0: No, Uh, it's bitter. (laughs) It's very uh, bitter. It's very bitter, and it has a um, nasty aftertaste. It's
2: like a bad pinot.
0: So you know how some wines—almost as if it's turned, right? It's yeah. You know how some wine stuff, they, they're they meant to be dry, a little bitter, right? Mm-hmm. I think with this wine. It not make up his mind. Yeah. Yeah. That That's what I was going with. It, like uh, it, it, it wanted to be sweet, but
2: what had happened was. Yeah. Then it wanted to be
0: dry <laughs> and bitter, but at the same time, it, it just is all over the place and it's not a good all I over know. the place. Oh, God. Ooh. So, yeah. Yeah. I do want to try the, the Jelly Licious thing. I know you do. Um, <laughs> but we'll go ahead while we're trying all this stuff. I don't want to. Well, you can do three things at once. So, you have our. We're, we're starting a new series. Last uh, week's episode, we ended the series about um, destroyed black towns in America, in the, in the United States. And so we are starting a new series and this new series is about what like the what was it um mahogany medical
2: bio bio like bioethical mistreatment or injustice
0: okay <clears throat> and so we're going to start off this series we're going to do it for the next few episodes mahogany is going to start us off with the first history fact today and we'll keep that going for the next few episodes so mahogany Talk to us. Let us know what you got.
2: All right. So we have the U.S. history fact about Miss Henrietta Lacks. Um, Henrietta Lacks was born Loretta Pleasant on August 1st, 1920. Um, She transitioned or passed away on August 4th, 1951 and was an African-American woman whose um, cancer cells are the source of the HeLa cell line. And this is the first immortalized human cell line and one of the most important cell lines in medical research to date. Um, basically, an immortalized cell line reproduces indefinitely until, spe- under specific conditions. And the hela which is the first two letters of her first name and the first two letters of her last name, continues to be a source of, uh, source of invaluable medical data to the present day. Um, Lax was, or Mrs. Henrietta Lax, was an unwitting source of these cells from a tumor biopsy during treatment for cervical cancer at John Hopkins Hospital in Baltimore, Maryland. In 1951, and these cells were cultured by George Otto Gray, who created the cell line known as Gila, which is still used for medical research. As was then, um, no consent was required to culture the cells obtained from Lack's treatment, consistent with contemporary standards. Neither she nor her family were compensated, compensated for their extraction or use. Even though some of the information about the origin of her immortalized cell lines was known to researchers after 1970, the Lack's family was not made aware of the line's existence until 1975, with knowledge of the cell line. The cell line's genetic provenance becoming public, it is its use for medical research and for commercial purposes continues to raise concerns about privacy and patient rights. Um, under no circumstances ever did she ever, like, she, she gave no one permission to use her cells. Um, mm-hmm. The families were not, com- they were not compensated. Um, all of the testing and all of the use, two, 20 years, they never told them. This
0: family. is while she was alive.
2: She was already dead when this happened. Wow! Yeah.
0: And they never got her permission, right. family permission. Nope. None of those. Things.
2: Mother of five, thirty-one years old at death.
0: Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. To this date, they haven't
2: been. To date, to they they haven't been compensated. They have like now like different um, organizations that come together to honor her, or and I'm from what I've read, the family is being compensated some by those, but nothing from the original people who. Wow! Yeah! Wow! Who stole her DNA and used it for their own purposes in game? Mm. And how long ago did this happen? 1975 was when the family was um, notified about the use. They wow! didn't, even, they didn't for know twenty they, years. Yeah, they didn't even know they didn't know it existed or her that her cells were still being used or anything.
0: So the family was notified in seventy five. Yes. That this was going on.
2: Yes. Who notified them?
0: Um, Do you know?
2: No, I don't see it here It wasn't the
0: originators, right? Hmm? It wasn't the originators,
1: right? No
2: No Because remember, she was born in 1920 and died in 51 They weren't told about anything until 75 In present day, they're saying like right now, today Mm -hmm. She's like considered the, the most important woman in medical research
0: Wow Wow Wow, wow, wow That's scary
2: yeah, most important woman in modern day medicine, and now they now she is considered to be like the basis of why now you have to give consent and all of the things now. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah,
0: jeez. Mm.
2: So I appreciate her because I decline every time. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Um,
0: and Steph, you've, you've made, crazy. and I, and we're going to get into that topic now, right? We'll go ahead and get into that. Mm-hmm. What women, in a, and more specifically, black women, women of color, face in the medical world with different issues <laughs> and things that they have to go through and, and seek. I know that a few episodes, well, not a few episodes, back in episode 10, when you first came in, mm-hmm. Mahogany, we talked about you had adopted a diet at that time of where you refrain from different types of meats and things like that. You had right. to change that. And we didn't really go into depth about why you adopted that type of diet. And so I knew, but we didn't go on to it about, it, we didn't go into it on the air. And it was more or less about some of the conditions that had developed as a woman, which mm-hmm. is fibroids. Right. Yes. And for you Steph, you know, you've talked about that as well. You've had PCOS issues. My wife has the same thing, PCOS yeah. issues as well. That's a ongoing thing right now for us as we try to have another child. That's, that's, that's a daily thing that yeah. we're fighting. Mm-hmm. So I wanted you ladies to really speak on your experiences, um, you know, with both of those things, um, dealing with the healthcare world with your, 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 uh, certain situations that you have with the fibroids, with the PCOS, um, kind of just wanted to, you guys to enlighten not only John and myself, but you know, uh, and John, I, th- I think you you said you, you deal with that with your wife as well. So enlighten us as men, enlighten the people that listen to us that are not of melanin <laughs> that don't have to really deal with this. <laughs> And what you guys face with your health care providers and, you know, kind of touching upon what you were saying earlier to Mahogany with you decline every time. So we're going to give the floor to you ladies to kind of, you know, talk about that. And you guys guide us through that.
2: Stephanie, would you like okay. to start with the PCOS first?
3: I can. OK. Um, for those who don't know, uh, PCOS is polycystic ovary syndrome. And long story short, it's basically where a woman's ovaries are enlarged and we're susceptible success, I can't get it out today. We're more I got prone. You. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> I was I was chewing. I'm so greedy. <laughs> I was, um,
2: I'm about to chew too. it's okay.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, honey. Um we're more prone to have uh cysts on our ovaries and there there's like a plethora of side effects. I know for me, um well let me back up. When uh, I was about 20 years old, I knew something was was wrong, was going on, because my cycles were very irregular. Um, I never knew when I was going to have a cycle, and it would either be really light or really heavy. I never knew what I was going to get. Um, and then my moods would be so up and down. And I, over the course of the last 20 years, I promise you, I have had 15 different GYNs. Mm. Wow. Um, because no one, they, they made it seem like I was making these things up in my head. I have tried several different types of birth control, um, which they said would, would help with symptoms, but yeah. nothing really helped. I just received my diagnosis of PCOS last year. And that's, like I said, after 15 different GYNs and two miscarriages. Mm. Um. So now, you know, I have a GYN that I'm very comfortable with. She's very great. Um, we found something that helped. And I have been told that my miscarriages were due to PCOS. Um, so right now, um, I know I've, I've already told Keith, a lot of people don't know yet, I am currently expecting um. It's still
0: very, very. Wow! Early. Congratulations. Congratulations! This is an exclusive, <laughs> a shortest podcast exclusive, Steph. Uh, I was yes, not expecting that. Oh, I knew, <laughs> but I wasn't expecting that. Um. Um.
3: Yes. Yeah, so it's still very early. I just hit hit the the eight week mark um so we're just keeping our fingers crossed basically to try to get to week 20. I've never carried a child past 16 weeks so we're we're just praying right now to make it to week 20 and I've had to adjust well even before the pregnancy I've had to adjust my whole diet um you know because sometimes people give me a hard time about Keith, you know you give me a hard time when I post something I've made, like, where's the meat? Yeah. Where's this? Where's that? And right. I'm like, you know, so, and I laugh about it because it's funny, mm-hmm. but I um, I've had to adjust my whole diet. I'm careful about um, different types of medication that I may take or choose not to take. Um, I am a stickler when it comes to my vitamins and my herbal treatments and, and all of that. So right now, we're just hoping and praying for a healthy baby. Um, so we're just taking this not even one week at a time, but one day at a time. So.
2: Well, congratulations. Thanks. Congratulations. Definitely praying Thank for you guys. You. Awesome, Thank
3: lose. you. Yeah.
0: Definitely Thank praying, you. you know, that God watches you, you know, as you go through cool. this journey. Mm-hmm. Um, so the, the birth control, so that, that sounds so familiar to me because that was Ooh. the thing for my wife. Um with throwing home birth control we they're trying to conceive mm-hmm. always. And they were yeah. like, well, we could do surgery, but no, let's hold off. Let's, let's put you on birth control to, to shrink the cysts or whatever. Right. And you know, did that never, did that work for you at all? Stuff being on the birth control?
3: Absolutely not. It gave me worse side effects. And let me say this, birth control, and I know a lot of women are are probably going to give some negative feedback about what I'm about to say, but it's how I feel. Mm -hmm. Birth control is not the friend of women of color, not just black women, women of color, period. Mm -hmm. Um, Birth control is not our friend. Uh, The side effects from the birth control were much worse than the side effects that I was having from PCOS. Mm -hmm. Um, And to be honest, it made some of the side effects worse. Like you have some women, TCOs causes them to have excessive facial hair. I've been blessed in that department. I I may find like a a whisker here, a whisker there, but Mm -hmm. I have really bad breakouts on my face sometimes. And that's, that's been a side effect. And birth control tends to make that worse. Um, so from the breakouts, I have these dark spots that I can't for the life of me get rid of. So if anyone's out there that's listening that have any type of natural skincare product that you would like to recommend to me, uh, you can hit me on Instagram at the second sunshine and, uh, let me know about your product. But uh, I struggle with the dark spots. I struggle with the mood swings. It's, it's a lot. So birth control for me. And and lots of other women that I talked to have actually made those symptoms worse and created more problems. So, birth control is not for us.
0: Wow, wow. So, fifteen different OBGYNs. I'm sorry that you yeah. had to see and no, really, no resolution. Well, you got to one, I guess you felt comfortable with. So, I'll ask you this, yeah. Steph, and then we'll mm-hmm. move over to you, Mahogany. Mm-hmm. Your current GYN is is a black doctor or
3: she is a black woman. She is uh, born and raised in Trinidad, been in the States for years. She is amazing. And the thing I love about her is she hasn't been dismissive. I think that's been a heartbreaking thing for me because my uh, my very first GYN was a man. And he just didn't want to hear anything I had to say. I was 20. You know, he, he basically wrote me up like, oh, you're a kid. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So over the years, these other women that I've seen, it's been heartbreaking for me because as a woman, I expect you to kind of sort of understand where I'm coming from. And they just dismissed me. But this this lady that I have now, and I hate to say lady, this, this young lady that I have now, uh, she came in and she wasn't talking to me like a doctor. She was talking to me like a friend. And she was like, here are all of your options. I'm going to lay these options out for you. She spent, I know, two and a half hours with me on my visit, my initial visit with her. She laid out all of my options. She laid out all of the side effects, worst case scenario, best case scenario. And I love her for that. And right now with this pregnancy, um, I'm having to see her every week because of my history. And she she comes in and she was like okay what do you want to do um this is this is worst case scenario this is best case scenario because when I went in there last week um I didn't want to see the ultrasound and I know some women may like huh but you know once you've had a couple of miscarriages like you you try not to get attached sometimes Mm -hmm. and I did not want to see the ultrasound So she was like turn your head but I did hear the heartbeat and I, I heard my baby's heartbeat and I felt in love and she was just like you know she said we're gonna take this one day at a time and she texts me every single day to check on me how are you feeling today is there anything that you need like she's not even charging me for this so I love her I, I'm so glad that I finally found someone that's attuned to my needs and isn't out here just trying to collect a payment from me right
2: that's beautiful that's dope wow beautiful. yeah doctors like that are, are definitely a blessing Oh, I love her so much. <laughs> well, as far as me and my fibroid journey, um, I found out at the age of 29 that I have been developing them since um, 17. Um, as a teenager, so I had like the worst periods or cycles. Excuse me. I had the worst cycles out of school for a couple days every single month. Um, not well. Uh, dehydrated, vomiting. Advil was like the cure, you know, my grandmother raised me. So it was like, take something, go lay down, you know, but it was, they were debilitating every Mm -hmm. month. Never knew why. So back then it was like birth control, 16, not in my house, Mm -hmm. you know, but of course the answer, they think the answer to everything is birth control and it is not. Um, It is just definitely not um, fibroids. If someone does not know, it's basically like just a muscular mass. It's like a, a tumor. Um, they're almost always benign. They can be as small as a dime. They can weigh up to full term baby size. Um, the last one of the ones, last ones I had removed was almost eight pounds. Oh, my God. Yeah. And I hadn't been walking around like that for years and thought it was normal. Um, I thought the horrible cramps was normal. I thought the not being able to stand sometime was normal. I thought the excessive bleeding was normal because... I I had my cycle early. I was like 10, 11. Mm -hmm. So to get to 16, 17, at this point, I've been dealing with it. I already know if it comes on, I can't go to school that day. Let me go ahead and get my blankets. Let me go ahead and get my water. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Make my pallet by the toilet because I knew I was going to spend some time in there. Mm -hmm. Being sick, you know, just throwing up. And you didn't have to eat anything. So I used to drink water to make sure I had something in my stomach to to throw up.
4: Right.
2: And this was every month. Every month. I didn't have a month in my teenage years where this didn't happen. Um, then you go and teachers are very much dismissive. You know, I'm in middle school like this. Teachers are, you'll be fine. Can I go to the bathroom? Hurry back 20 minutes later. They don't yeah. know if I'm passed out or I'm just in there sick. But it's like they dismiss it. And I think that's an issue that a lot of people deal with. It's mentally exhausting. For women, it is. it's very difficult to have people around you that don't understand it because they don't experience it. And you can explain this all day, but then people think that you're exaggerating when you're just looking for help. So went to college, 18, just like Steph, went through a couple of GYNs. You're, you're a kid. Who are you? You you don't know your body yet. You don't know this. You don't know that. So you're still suffering. So then it got to the point where I was in the emergency room every other month. Mm-hmm. Every other month, because you just you can't function, you know. And then and, pe- and if people could just put a level on the pain, I don't know how they would gauge the pain that you feel when you can't stand up straight, mm. you can't lay down can. and stretch all the way out. <laughs> you're in the fetal mm. position. Then that hurts. Then you're you're cold, but you're sweating. It's like your body is going yeah. through so many shifts and changes hormonally, and you don't understand why it is. So, um. Mm. I moved to Orlando at 1920. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I was 20. Um, still the same thing. Went to the emergency rooms a couple times, you know, while I was here. Got to like 22 and I was like, something has got to give. Went to my doctor, mm-hmm. told him, he put me on birth control. Mm-hmm. Okay. For a little while, the cramps weren't bad, but the bleeding was horrific. So now. Yeah. Your iron is being affected. Mm -hmm. So now you got to take an iron supplement to counteract what's happening with the birth control. So it's like now you're on medication at 20, 21. Mm -hmm. Okay. But then at the time I'm working two jobs. I'm a full-time student. I had no time to be sick and hurt, but you go through it. Right. Um, I think around the age of 24, I went on a trip with the guy that I was then dating. Um, Went to sleep that night and couldn't stand up in the morning. I mean back pain, my side was hurting. I'm literally hunched over trying to go get back in the car. I'm like, no, look, take me home because I can't I can't do this. Go to the emergency room when I made it back to Orlando from Miami. Made it back to Orlando, went to the emergency room and they misdiagnosed and were about to give me an appendectomy. Oh, <sighs> Yeah. What? So they didn't know what was going on. They just know I was holding my side, hunched over, and couldn't stand up. So they thought, okay, maybe nice. her append, you know, it's yeah. appendicitis. Right. It was not. Oh, I'm like, God. no, I know where my appendix is. Mm-hmm. Like, I was the anatomy buff in, in college. So I was like, no, that's not what I'm talking about. It's here. I'm telling mm-hmm. them where it's at. Mm-hmm. No, I said, well, no, I'm not gonna sign any paperwork for you to give me a surgery. Forget it. Ended up going back right. to my primary care physician. I laid down. And I couldn't stretch out. And he says, I know exactly what's happening to you, but I can't treat you, but I know who can. Mm. My doctor mm. to date has been my doctor since I was 19. I ain't going to tell you how old I am because no, that's my business.
3: <laughs> but <laughs> he has been my doctor for a
2: very long time. Um, no, he is not a black doctor, but he is a doctor that I trust mm-hmm. and have trusted mm-hmm. for a very long time. He referred me to a urogynecological urogyne- specialist who was also, she's her doctor, she's her surgeon, she's everything. I went to the, he literally sent me from his office. He said, when you leave here, I have called her, go to her office. Went to her office, lay down and she can see the problem before she even examined me because it was so big. Wow. So mm-hmm. I was wondering, I had this crazy little pot belly that mm-hmm. was rock hard, like cement hard. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Sometimes I used to just have so much pressure, everything like that. Um she told me what it was, did all of the scans and the MRIs and everything to find out that I was carrying roughly about 10 pounds of fibroid. Jesus. And it was a bunch of them. It was like a bunch of them. And my uterus was to term. like I was carrying a, a full term pregnancy. Wow. And um, she was like, I'm just going to say this to you. She said, you are far too young for me to say hysterectomy, but myomectomy so mm-hmm. we can get them out. Had the surgery in 2009, three years to the day they grew back because my diet hasn't changed, hadn't changed. So it's about, Mm -hmm. um, she was telling me that it's a lot of starches, uh, white rice, flour and all these things. And I was like, Mm -hmm. okay, she said pretty much anything that has hormones in it, Mm -hmm. you're going to have a problem with. So I cut it, everything out. Mm
4: -hmm.
2: I tried every extreme diet, vegan diet, vegan lifestyle, everything that you could possibly do Mm -hmm. because I thought it was helping. And it did, it did help me Mm -hmm. because you Don't want your body interrupted by anything because you're trying to heal through something. So they suggested immediately that I have the surgery again. I was like, I'm not doing that. Because the surgery itself, my fibroids were so big, they had to cut like old school C-section. Oh, my God. So you get cut down the middle, not like that cute little cut they have today. (laughs) You get cut straight down the middle.
0: Oh, my God. So
2: they had to do that, remove them. I was fine after that for a while until they started growing back. Then I would go to the gym. I couldn't work out. I would be exhausted. I told them, I said, look, like, I really don't want to have the surgery again. She said, okay, just keep your diet the way that it is. Right now they're under control. Then that was 2009, 2020. I ended up having to have the surgery again because it's only so long that you're going to be able to hold them off. And so like, and they gave me birth control, but Mm. a major issue is excessive estrogen and progesterone. So that's the problem. You're giving me these pills. Right. To control these cycles. But the back end of that is the fibroids are mm-hmm. going to come back because of the additional hormones into my body. Mm-hmm. And I'm already overproducing the hormone that's causing the fibroids. Right. So it's just to piggyback off what Steph said. Birth control, in my opinion, and I'm not a medical professional. What works for your body works for your body. But in my opinion, it just did not work for me. No. Um, it caused right. a lot more issue than I needed to have. And I had mm-hmm. 18, 19 was when I got on the birth control thinking it was going to ease the cramps up. And and like I would have a couple months where I would have horrible cramps and a couple months where I didn't. Mm-hmm. It wasn't worth the relief that I had on those couple months because then you can go anywhere from having a cycle from two days to 12.
4: Yeah.
2: It's been times right. I had one for 28. So then again, your right. iron is affected. And mm-hmm. a lot of people just don't understand the mental toll you know i am appreciative of the men and women who don't experience that issue or these issues that know that it is really something wrong because a lot of people just don't understand it yeah, and yeah. so they oh she's doing too much oh you're overdoing it it's not that serious it is that serious because okay. if your iron drops too low you could die
4: yeah
2: you know so you know just think if you go get in an accident right Mm-hmm. And they they hurry up, they, they try to get your blood supply back, but just imagine someone's body spending twenty one days trying to rebuild something uh, that's going to be torn down mm-hmm. right when they right. get their cycle, mm-hmm. yeah, and, and
3: you, I want to say something too, like until you have known the pain and not physical pain, not just physical pain. The mental and emotional pain as a grown woman, when in order for you to go to work, Mm -hmm. you have to wear a diaper Mm -hmm. because your cycle is so heavy and you don't want any accidents. People think that's a game. People laugh. I don't know whether or not you all remember. It was a um, it was this meme or this this post that it started on Twitter and it went around social media a few months ago where this lady was on her job and she asked her coworker for a pad and the lady gave her a pad. It was like a really big pad. Mm -hmm. And then people were, were making fun of the lady or whatever. I'm like, that's somebody that has been blessed to not have these type problems because they don't understand. Mm-hmm. especially when you go to these stores and, and the pads that they have that they claim are overnight pads. And they're so <laughs> tiny. I'm like, what is this you got to hours, And then, yeah. <laughs> and then, so, you know, and then you sit there and say, well, I can use two and then two go grows into three. And then three is like, I need some diapers. So it's like until you have been through that type of mental anguish. And I want to say this too, because Mahogany, you said something very important. Ladies, do not, especially those of you in your 20s and 30s, do not let these doctors, their first go-to be like, well, let's do a hysterectomy, because that's always their Mm go-to. And I always wonder, and this is going to sound so crass, I always wonder if that's the option they lay on the table for white women, Mm -hmm. first and foremost. Um, because it's they do it for us in a heartbeat.
1: That's not yeah.
3: crass. I, I try to. Yeah, no, I try not no, a a to alienate anybody. Don't, well, not,
1: it's not being PC or, it's, it's not. <sighs> yeah. us. It's legitimate concern, I, so or or thought. Yeah. So, yeah.
3: I always wonder if they put that option on the table for them first and foremost, because I have heard. Over the past 20 years, I have heard you should have a hysterectomy so many times yeah. that it's ridiculous. Yeah. So, this doctor that I have now, she was like, Why would anybody even say that to you? She said, We are Thank so you. nowhere near hysterectomy status. Right. So, yeah, that was yeah don't, ladies, don't.
2: <laughs> that was, they gave me that at 20. Lady, that, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. The yeah, hospital, lady, gave me don't that let at these doctors
3: 29. try to do that. Yeah, I'm like, No. Wow. Uh-uh. Yeah, my
1: wife heard um, that too. Um, And if we had gone that option, we wouldn't have baby girl, even though we went through hardships Mm -hmm. during the pregnancy. But
0: she's here. Miracle baby. Almost lost her twice. Yeah. Y'all went
3: to the hospital for about what?
0: Two months? Something like that. Two or three months, I believe. Yeah. Shocked my world.
2: Oh, goodness.
0: Yeah. Um. Wow.
2: it's just a lot that's a lot it takes a toll emotionally Mm -hmm. because like you know in relationships like if you're with somebody Mm -hmm. and you want to be intimate it's like oh yeah i gotta wait 30 days wow Mm -hmm. (laughs) like it's 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 just a lot like it takes a a, like i commend any man who is understanding and is loving enough to Mm -hmm. see their partner through said things, it is not easy. Mm -hmm. Um, Right. Because the woman herself, like, I know that I used to, like, just cry. Mm -hmm. I was like, Mm -hmm. what is going on with my body? Like, you feel weak? Mm -hmm. And then when I had these issues initially moving to Orlando, I caught the bus everywhere. Mm -hmm. So it was like, you're going through all these changes. You're weak, you're tired. I mean, and you are physically exhausted -hmm. On top of Mm -hmm. the emotional duress and all the other things, it was just a lot. Um, I mean, I did go ahead and have the surgery again. I'm Mm -hmm. fine, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but you know we don't know.
0: Yeah. So the second time you had it, Mm -hmm. how long ago was that?
2: That was November last year, November third, twenty. Did
0: they cut you like they cut before? No,
2: they did. And I, I, my doctor is amazing. Mm. She is absolutely amazing. She too is not. A black doctor. Mm-hmm. Um, but I like the fact that she's her own emergency physician. Mm. She is her surgeon. Mm. She is like, if I call her right now and mm. say, hey, mm. she's going to say, okay, well, let's go ahead and come in for this time, this day. Okay, Where is she um, located? She is in what is now Orlando Health, but it was Health Central. But I'll get you the information. Um. But Over there
0: was, off of uh, West Colonial? Yeah. Like in a Koi? I yeah. Think, and she's been my GYN
2: for 15 years now.
0: Oh,
1: I was trying to think of whether or not she was the same doctor my wife uh, dealt
0: with. We'll talk about she's it off. there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. Wow. So let me ask you this, Steph. From mm-hmm. what you dealt with <laughs> the PCOS, did, did the pregnancy come as a surprise for you? because you've oh very been much so okay
3: very much so um to the point where like i said i've been trying not to get too excited because we don't know what's going to happen i'm still mm-hmm. in a very um sensitive time right, right, right like
0: right, right.
3: you know i've been watching what i eat what i do mm-hmm. um so you know that's I, why you're
0: on the water today
3: <laughs> oh yes mm-hmm. <laughs> yes i have not been um i haven't been eating any sugar just mm-hmm. and well what uh Baby will let me eat because a lot of my favorite things, although healthy, um, baby hasn't liked. So, yeah. mm-hmm. um, So you know, my doctor, I appreciate her checking in with me because she knows how my anxiety is. She knows I'm afraid mm-hmm. and I'm not afraid to say that I am very scared because I, I don't know if I have the mental capacity to deal with another miscarriage. But mm-hmm. at the same time, when I found out um, abortion just wasn't a choice for me. I was just like, Mm -hmm. no, because I don't want to do that. And then constantly think, what if, what if, what if? So, um, you know, I told my mom and I talked to my other half and I was just like, you know, I'm going to ride this out because they were both. uh, Let me back up. Let me back up. Mm -hmm. At first, I wanted one of them to make the decision for me.
4: Mm.
3: And my mom was like, I can't do that. And he was like, I won't do that. So I was like, okay. So then I was like, well, abortion isn't a choice for me, Mm -hmm. Um, because I don't want to think, what if, what if, what if. But should something, should something happen, and I pray it doesn't. At least I know I try. Mm -hmm. You understand what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So um, I'm a bit more educated than I was the first two times um with a different partner this time and that makes a whole lot of a difference. That support because, system like is so the, important. Yeah.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: The first two pregnancies, the guy that I was with, he just wasn't supportive. Um mm. he was angry about it. He stressed me out like to the max. But this time it's totally different. There's no stress. It's support. It's just, you know
4: that's very important.
3: So, Yes, very important. So I'm just, like I said, one day at a time, but this was a complete surprise because I actually went to the doctor to get blood work because my iron has been low, like Mahogany said, you know, so um, we went to to check my iron again and I left. Mm -hmm. So she called me. She was like, I need you to come back here immediately. And I was like, well, what happened? You know, Mm -hmm. so I go back and um, she was like, did you know that you're expecting? And I was like, no. Wow. I said because I took a test a couple of weeks ago because I've been having some crazy symptoms and it was negative she was like that was urine this is blood she was like you're definitely expecting wow. I was like oh so I, I'm i not gonna lie I drove around for like an hour mm-hmm. trying to get my head together like what you know mm-hmm. I can't do this because right now the, the current state of, of my relationship is a long distance situation at the moment mm-hmm. um so I was just like, "Oh, this is a sticky time. This is so. I mean, I'm like I said, I'm excited, but I'm not excited. Right. So, well, yeah. would that
1: explain all those cryptic posts on um mm-hmm. social media from you?
3: <laughs> <laughs> no, I was I was just being a nuisance.
0: <laughs> well, that one about what you had a craving for. That was that was a cryptic post. Yeah.
3: But no, but see, I always love um dill pickles. I always Ooh. want a boar's head dill pickle. Yeah. right
0: now. Really? Ooh. They yes, Yeah. Yeah. You over here dry. Whatever. <laughs> <Yes>. Whatever.
3: <laughs> I just went to Publix this morning and got me some boar's head dill pickles. Oh. So.
0: <laughs> yeah. Mm. Okay. I got uh, the uh,
2: chips and the whole <laughs> pickles in the refrigerator.
0: Oh. Oh excuse me. Uh, so um <laughs> so ladies, I thank you so much for sharing. Um Mahogany, just to follow up real quick with you too. This was your second surgery. Yeah. The second time that you just had it was you said the first time it was ten pounds. This time it was
2: Um I was documented at having roughly about 40 fibroids. And, oh my God. Yeah. And my Jesus. my uterus weighed nine pounds. And um oh my
4: God.
2: I I came out of the hospital about 14 pounds lighter than when I went in, through the liquids Jesus. you my know, God. fluids and yeah. stuff. And um Yeah. So they did a cute little cut. You can barely know it's there. Mm-hmm. I'm thankful for that. My doctor's very... She knows how I am about taking care of myself and my skin and stuff like that. Yeah. She took that into account. Um, but it was definitely trying. I got my cycle on the way into the hospital, like the day before. Wow. Um, I oh, went wow. to the hospital. I was exhausted. I was drained. And I was just like, it's okay. Yeah. You know, It's okay. They're going to mm-hmm. fix it. They're going to fix it. My organs have been pressed up so much because mind you there's a huge time frame between when i had the first surgery and the second one i was just dead set on not having another surgery i don't like hospitals for my own personal reasons i don't like being away from my bed i don't like being in a midst of strangers yeah i don't like that so um It's just a trying time. If any woman is dealing with that, if you think you might, if you have any teenage daughters, cousins, nieces, or anything that are dealing, or they telling you they hurt, get them checked out. Because it can happen very young. Um, And again, I'm not a medical professional, but anything that I've gone through is the only thing that I can really speak of. But it's just not to be taken lightly. My organs were, my uterus was set up like I was pregnant. Mm-hmm. and when when they removed everything and everything was back to the way it was supposed to be m- like i my organs spasmed because they had never had that much room
0: my goodness
2: Wow. So it was like my lord, my lord, lord. during the healing process, like mm. you go to the restroom, you can feel your bladder kind of like, wait a minute, I, I can move. Wow. You know, right. um, I I can breathe. I couldn't breathe for a long time laying flat on my back at night. I wasn't a back sleeper because, and I didn't know what it was. Yeah. Um, when I talked to my doctor afterwards, she said, you should sleep better. You should be able to breathe better at night because it's everything up under here. So mm-hmm. your lungs and everything is like when a woman is pregnant. Yeah. And it was just this hard, solid mass, mm. or zillions of them, <laughs> just everywhere. She said, every time I looked, it was another one. Jesus. So my four-hour surgery ended up being nine. Jesus. Because my doctor's very concise on what she wants to do. Yeah. She wants to make sure she gets everything that she can so that I'm okay. You know? Nine hours. Yeah. So I was under anesthesia for nearly nine hours. Um. Wow. Which has its own thing. That's a whole nother.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: The healing process was not light. But again, it's like, like we say, the support system that you have <laughs> afterwards is mm-hmm. phenomenal. The people that care for you and care about you, when you are going through something so hormonal, emotional, stressful, like all of that, like it is so, so important. Aftercare is super mm-hmm. important. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had great nurses. Um, I had great family. Um, my mate, m- my sister that I live with, phenomenal. Like, mm-hmm. I had not a worry in the world. I was okay. And the stress was alleviated from me knowing that people were going to be around that care. So it's like Seth says that's important. Yeah. It's so important yeah. to have people around you that genuinely want to make sure that you're okay. Yeah. Because it hurts to stand up. It hurts to cough. It hurts to it hurts to move. Mm. And then you cough because your body's trying to get all that stuff from the anesthesia out. Yeah. And just imagine having stitches all through your belly and you cough. Jesus. Mm. Right. You know, I just think um, I'm not to say that men don't go through things, but women go through a lot. Yeah. yeah.
4: And and
2: and mm-hmm. you know, we're soldiers through it all, the majority of us. I ain't gonna say everybody, but I do know that <laughs> It's a, it's a different type of strength. That's the inner strength that yeah. men don't have. We don't have the inner strength. <laughs> when you you trying outward, to outward, you know. Yeah. When you're trying to heal through something like that yeah. and, you know, you, you worry about a lot of things, your relationship, yeah. if you're with somebody, you worry about like, how am I going to be able to function afterwards? Mm. And you're still thinking mm-hmm. of how you can take care of everybody else in the process of your healing process. Yeah. Mm. So it's important. And you know
3: there's something I want to say to the men as well because um, I hear these things a lot and I, we actually had a discussion about it in our Facebook group um, that turned into like this argument but um, certain things you cannot say fellas um, <laughs> because for one when, when you talk about treatment and, and healing when it comes to issues like this there's no one cookie cut away that works for everybody right. and two things that I hate to hear the most when you hear men say well can't you just switch to a vegan diet that doesn't work for everybody because i tried that and it actually made my cycles worse
2: Mm. Um, yeah
3: yeah two you just need to exercise Mm. exercise Mm. does not always it work for everybody because that can sometimes make things work worse if it's extreme um. So when they were like, "Well, that worked for my girlfriend, or that worked for my best friend, or that worked for my homegirl," but it may not work for me. It Somewhere may not work right for, for my agony. Right. right. Yeah, so,
0: yeah. well, I'm going to
3: tread lightly, fellas. I'm going to
0: speak on behalf of all men. Stop being insensitive assholes. Oh. Okay. Okay. And I say that because I, I see my wife go through it. I see my sister goes through it. My mother went through it um my mother-in-law went through it you know and never in a million years would I look at them and say get over it or change your diet or you know go out for a walk or something no because I don't know what that feels like and I don't want to know what that feels like right so stop being insensitive assholes
2: that separates boys and men though it really does yeah it really does Because I've dealt Like the first surgery I it was dating a boy And then the second surgery it was a whole man Yeah That was there Like really truly supporting And even researching So he knew how to take care of me mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying the re- yeah. Looking at what could be done To make it easier And I was blown away I was absolutely blown away And so appreciative of that So if you listen Thank you I appreciate you Um <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I would just piggyback off of what
1: Keith just mentioned. Um, having a wife dealing with the same issues uh, as far as uh, fibroids are concerned, and then going to multiple gynecologists stating that, uh, well, hysterectomy might be a, a good um, way to solve all these problems or a partial hysterectomy or whatever the case may be. Um once again, as a man, I didn't know exactly what goes on. I don't know what you experienced, so I, I appreciate this uh, this conversation so that I'm fully coached up uh, and know. But uh, going through it and having your wife come home, and this is before uh baby girl was born, stating that she may not even be able to uh, produce a child. And uh, just how emotional she was uh, when she came home um, really opened my eyes. Mm-hmm. And... Um, she thought she wholeheartedly thought I was going to leave her mm. because I she, that too. she could not. I said, seriously, I, I you know, and, you know, I, I said, you, you negated the fact that I, I married you before we even had the <laughs> <Right. theoretically." laughs> all this other stuff we've gone through. But just because of this one <laughs> thing, which is a pretty heavy thing, not being able to bear a child, <laughs> I'm going to leave you. I said, we got too much equity built up. Yeah. You know, number one, uh, number two, um, it's a gynecologist, but it's a, it's a practice at the end of the day, it's a practice. Mm-hmm. So they don't know everything. Right. And that's not an absolute certainty. Uh, so whatever the case is, if we can't bear children, I'll ride with you until death do us part. That's what I signed up for. Um, so,
0: um, yeah. Same here. Um, same here. Yeah. Yeah. It, it. My wife said the same thing because when we started a relationship, you know, of course, Isaac is my son, but biologically he's not. Um, I've been in his life since he was five, just turning five. But, you know, that was a concern for her. She wanted to be able to bear children with her husband. And so far that hasn't happened due to certain circumstances. And, you know, some of the things that she's been dealing with, um, with the PCOS and, you know, like, I didn't marry you for the sake of being a caveman and saying, here, woman, bear my child. <laughs> no, I didn't marry you for that. I was I was in love with you and I'm still in love with you, still, in, and, and, and I still have, you know, if, if that doesn't happen for some reason, that's not going to change my love for you, you know, and I don't I don't know what that feels like as a woman.
2: Right, but some men, right. some men act as if they do like, and it's like it's like Steph said, what works for one person isn't gonna work for another. That's why I say, you know, hey, right. whatever works for you, I can only go by what I experienced. My experiences were not great. I also know that every single time, like Steph said, birth control was the answer, But really. it was a low dose, medium dose, mm-hmm. and, it, and and sometimes that emotionally, I did. I thought I was a thug until I got on birth control, mm-hmm. and your hormones go crazy because you putting this extra stuff in your body. Mm-hmm. You cry for no reason. Yes, yeah. I mean yeah. you literally don't know. Like very it, it very easily triggered. Yeah, you know, and all of the things. And I just like the world just needs more understanding. Men out here, mm. I appreciate those that do. I'm a wise man. Once told me if you can't have kids, there are ways around it. Mm-hmm. And and yeah. and that was so important to to a woman. You know who doesn't know you never know what's going to happen with your body but we don't have control over that yeah so it's yeah. just it's very in the support system and understanding is so important yeah. y'all wives are blessed
3: yeah they very. are blessed
2: I, I thank y'all for them and when they hear this they're gonna probably thank y'all again but <laughs> yes they are blessed mm-hmm. because it takes it to, to for a man to want to understand because he loves mm-hmm. you um is is a beautiful thing yeah so yeah,
3: and I also I also encourage women to do your research as far as natural remedies because I know even though um, prescribed medication has not worked well for me, mm-hmm. and like I said, I tried a vegan diet, and it's the only thing with the vegan diet it helped with regulating the cycles, but it made the cycles heavier. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've discovered the joys of black seed oil. Black seed oil has worked very well for me. Yeah. Um. So I take that daily. So I always do your research, and I've Me tried too. so many different <laughs> things. Yeah, so many different things mm-hmm. over the years. And you know, I'm I'm sticking with the black seed oil because it actually works. Yeah, um, yeah, as well. far as uh, flow and frequency. So you know, don't. I always believe there's a natural cure or or treatment for everything out there. Mm-hmm. You just yes. have to, uh, yeah, spend the time researching and trying.
2: Yeah, And be proactive, not reactive is another word of advice. Right. Just if you know something's wrong and it doesn't feel right, like get on it. Um, I mm-hmm. thought it was normal until I was like 29 and just couldn't stand up. Like I could not stand up right. straight. I was hunched over wow. for like two three days Mm -hmm. like and i was like nah something's wrong like this is wrong wrong because you go to sleep and you think okay i can stretch out in the bed i can Mm -hmm. stand up tomorrow Mm -hmm. and you get up and you still can't stand up like that's a problem like don't and Mm -hmm. please y'all listen to y'all babies if y'all girls daughters or whatever are telling y'all that it hurt and something's wrong go get them checked out
3: yeah get them checked out. and if the doctor if the doctor tells you something that does not feel right don't roll with it just because it's coming from a doctor. Exactly. Right. They guess. Find like another me. doctor. <laughs> yeah. Say practice. Find, find yeah. another doctor.
0: You've been saying that. That's right Exactly. Wow. Well, thank because you. Because
3: there ladies. were times, uh, yeah, there was there were times doctors would tell me stuff and it didn't mm-hmm. feel right, and I rolled with it and then regretted it. So
2: do
0: yeah, I mean, fifteen. I can only imagine. You know, you had to go through fifteen mm-hmm. of
2: them. So, <sighs> woo. And I am open to those questions. If they're going to do a the mm-hmm. Q&A portion, if mm-hmm. anybody wants to email those questions in, they're more than welcome to do that.
0: Absolutely. Um, and ask us for 30. I am
2: perfectly okay with that. Yeah. yeah.
0: Please do. Yeah. If you have any questions, please, again, I we're going to have to ask us anything for episode 30. So yeah. please, um, you could direct those questions to the inbox or the short desk podcast, com. Thank you ladies so much for educating John, myself, the audience on, you know, fibroids and PCOS and any other issues, things that, you know, we know little bits and pieces from dealing with our wives, but, you know, everybody's situation and experience is different. So we really appreciate that. Um, Yeah, the education. So thank you for sharing. Thank you so much for sharing.
2: My pleasure.
0: So maybe this will make y'all feel a little bit better. <laughs> we go do our top ten mm-hmm. next about someone that all women seem to go. Cra- oh, not you. <laughs> oh, okay, not mahogany. Ah, well, most
2: women.
0: Most women. Mr. Denzel Washington. <laughs> that was voted on on our uh, page as far as you know uh, what we had for. The top 10 list, this one out over music producers. I was surprised. I thought music producers would win. I was ready for that one. Yeah, me too. (laughs) Uh, But this is the top 10, top 10 Denzel Washington movies of all time. So we'll start off again with our guest on today,
3: Steph.
0: Okay. Well, before that, does everybody have any honorable mentions? I do. You do? I oh. have w- I have one. Okay, go ahead, Steph.
3: <laughs> my honorable mention is oh. Man on Fire. <gasps>
1: okay, hmm.
0: okay. Horrible, m- horrible honorable mention. Oh, go it's ahead. My list.
3: Uh-huh. It's my list.
2: Wow. <laughs> I have three. Okay. All right. Um, Training Day. Deja. Wait, view. wait, wait. What? What'd you say? Training kay. Day. What? For an honorable
3: mention? Yes, ma'am. It's her list.
2: It's her list. It is. It's her list. <laughs> Deja vu and the Bone Collector, and that's only because I didn't know where to put them on the top ten. I just couldn't place them, but I love them. But
3: mm-hmm. Training Day is your honorable mention.
2: Mm-hmm. I don't like the gangsters. I don't like that type of thug, Denzel. That ain't. That ain't. That, ain't oh, that. that was the whole. Okay. Exactly, and that's why I honorably mentioned it.
0: You are. You know, so Steph is probably, I'll say this Steph is probably the first woman that I've heard not have anything derogatory about him playing that role. Every other woman that I know, now you included hated him in that role <laughs> i just you know yeah.
2: and, and, and don't get me wrong i commend him on his versatility because we know denzel is a phenomenal actor oh yeah like there is absolutely no doubt in the world about that but that particular role i was just a little angry with him when it was over i
3: was like
2: hmm. okay
3: for me that was some of his best work
2: oh he did a great job I just didn't like how it yeah.
0: he did. It was too good. Ooh. It was too convincing.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Woo. Okay.
2: <laughs>
0: Joe, you got honorable mention?
1: Um, just one. Mm-hmm. Um, Equalizer. Okay. <gasps> huh?
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. I have <laughs> I have three. <laughs> Fallen, Crimson Tide, mm. and The yeah. Great Debaters.
3: Oh yeah Okay. I struggled with making great debaters. My honorable mention over Man on Fire As a matter
0: of fact Horrible honorable mention Let's start oh, off with number 10 Because I see this is going to be a doozy What you got for number 10 Steph
3: The preacher's wife
2: <laughs> I forgot about him in there. <laughs>
3: <sighs>
0: John is, John is uh... That's
2: your list <laughs> Stephanie That's your <laughs> list
0: Horrible number ten, Steph. Head. I'm just gonna tell her list terrible. I'm just gonna keep. I'm about
3: to say, that. John. John, better not say anything. Prince Nelson Rogers. lid No, I'm not.
1: <laughs> well, it all makes sense now. Um, I, I did see one of your posts as far as who was the, who was the, what was the death that um, hit you the most, and I saw Prince, uh, Prince. under yes. Steph's
0: yes. Steph's name. So okay. Number 10 for you, Mahogany. The whole
2: government name? (laughs) She called you all the way out. Thank you. Again. You will never (laughs) get past that. It was fences as my number 10. Okay. I
1: like that. Oh, okay. All right. Joe? Remember the Titans. Okay, it's my number ten.
2: Football, duh. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? what, what does that mean? Nothing. I was like football. You just said duh.
1: Football, duh, like the dumb jocko.
2: I know, because we both know everybody else in the world knows you're not the dumb jock.
3: So let's, let's be clear. I, I thought it would have been higher.
0: I'm surprised it's number ten.
1: Number ten. It was difficult putting together this list, by the way. I'm just okay.
3: It was. It was extremely hard. But I wasn't
1: going to rack my brains reshuffling the deck. I I, I couldn't do it. I'm sorry.
0: I think, like I said, the top three was I I knew, but after that, it was just like, okay, now I I need a little time to put these together. Number ten for me, Equalizer. The Equalizer. I like the Equalizer. Mm -hmm. Number nine, Steph.
3: The Manchurian Candidate.
0: Mm. Oh. I don't, yes. You're smiling. You must have that for your number nine. That is my number nine. Wow. Mm-hmm. So you and Mahogany on the set. <laughs> <laughs> I don't it's think I ever I'm, seen that movie.
3: Um. What? Watch it today. Okay. Watch it. Today. I think that's I one haven't
0: seen few. it either. Really? No. Okay. That's oh, one of the few Denzel Washingtons I've never seen. It's a
2: political thriller.
0: Okay. Yeah. Okay.
2: Yes. I love it. Okay.
0: Well, that's number nine for y'all, John. What you got for number nine? Well, uh, Glory.
3: Glory is number
0: nine. Okay. I did not have Glory on my list. Mm -hmm. I just.
3: Neither did I. Glory didn't fit well with
0: me. It didn't for me. Mm -hmm. Um, Fences was number nine for me. He had it me. He had it me. At the end of that movie, I hated that man, <laughs> and I was like, "Wow, I didn't think he would play a role that he had me hating him at the end of the movie." But I hated Denzel at the end of that movie. James Earl Jones played yeah. that uh, role, right? In, a, in the play, in the play, yes.
1: Uh huh. I actually uh-huh. saw that one scene mm-hmm. with his son. Yeah, like I don't got the li- like you. Yeah, man.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. good. It was tough. It was uh, kind of hit home. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, number
3: eight, Me? Steph, Mo' Better Blues, uh, you Mo know, better blues,
0: I like that movie, I just mm-hmm. didn't like his role, well, no, I take that back, you know what I didn't like, and this is when I was younger, I haven't watched it lately, in a while, you gotta do a lot. him getting beat up, I didn't like that part, mm-hmm. and from there on, I just had a bad taste in my mouth about the movie, I guess, I don't know, I don't know. That's just me, but it is a good movie. I like
2: that. If you say Denzel ain't never supposed to get beat up, just say that. It's fine. He could. He should. Right. It was just, they
0: busted up his mouth and he couldn't play the, the, uh, was it the, was it the, no, it wasn't the saxophone. He was playing the trumpet, I believe. Mm-hmm. And it just, yeah. yeah. Okay. Number eight, Mahogany,
2: John Q. Oh, yeah.
0: Good movie. That's my number eight, actually. Oh. Oh, oh
2: okay. Okay.
0: Number eight for me is Flight. Haven't seen flight. Oh, oh man, have seen
4: flight.
0: Man, he played the hell out of that role, <laughs> a drunken <and> pilot <laughs> on
2: that white
0: stuff. Oh man, yeah, <laughs> he was. Don't give it away now. Well, you gotta watch. I ain't gonna say no more. Okay. Watch. Yeah. You gonna
2: watch
0: it? I have to now. Please and
2: thank. On the
0: white stuff.
3: <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> alone, I have to watch.
0: <laughs> number seven stuff.
3: My number
0: seven was John Q. Okay. Okay. Good. Good. Mm-hmm. What you got, Mahogany?
2: Um, The Equalizer series, both okay. one and two. Okay.
0: Yeah. Sure. Man on Fire. Mm. Somebody's honorable mention. Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm. Oh, let
2: it go, let it go. <laughs> <laughs> what
1: do
0: you mean, let it go? You can't, <laughs> you can't let <laughs> Prince go.
2: Prince is way uh, bigger than prince. this.
3: That's <laughs> Prince, okay? Uh, prince is uh,
2: way bigger honest.
1: than this. How many months ago was that stuff, though? Seriously. <laughs> I,
3: I, can't let, I can't let that she go that go. That was like... The ultimate disrespect. We mm. can't
1: build a bridge, though.
2: Oh, no, she's she.
1: Maybe, put maybe, like, mm.
3: maybe. I can't.
1: I, I got to deal in absolute certainties. Not, not, no gray area.
2: <laughs> I, I suggest you not ah, give her any ultimatums listen. at this. I'm one. not giving her ultimatums. <laughs> Thank you. Um,
4: <laughs>
0: uh, my number seven. I just want to get out the corner. I think she's letting you out a little bit. All right. You just
2: yeah,
3: I you yeah, I forgave you for the Kit Kat. Yeah, I forgave
0: you for
2: the Kit Kat.
3: Woo, that's a step. Yeah, Baby but that's the, Baby step. That, Baby that, step. that
2: that
0: one
1: st- is a recurring. Uh, uh, that's a recurring one from yeah. time to
3: time. Had yeah. you had had you disrespected Michael Jackson or somebody? I'm like, okay, but this is Prince. Damn. Mm. There's there's God, there's Jesus, and then there's Prince Nelson Rogers.
0: Woo. Yeah. Seven. <sighs> All right, <laughs> <That> <laughs> number seven. You. He got game. <laughs> That's my number seven. (laughs) What's your number six, Steph? (laughs) The
3: Equalizer is my number six.
2: Okay. Good pick. Minus Man on Fire.
0: Ooh, somebody's honorable mention again. Number
3: six. All
2: right.
0: What you got there, John? Fences. Fences. All right. Played that role a little bit too well. Yeah, just a little bit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Number six for me is John Q. We all had John Q on our list, right? Yeah. Everybody? Okay. All right. Yes. Good, good. What you got for number five, Steph?
3: I struggled with four and five as to which rank or whatever, whatever, but for my number five, I went with Fences.
0: Okay. You know, I I don't have the same picks for four and five as you, obviously, but I struggled. That that was the number that I struggled with the most who to put at four, what to put at five. So we're there. Yeah. 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 What you got, uh, Moggany?
2: The Taking of Pelham. Wait, wait. Which number are we on? Number five. Okay. The Taking of Pelham. One, two, three.
0: I like that movie too. I should have put that as my honorable mention because I was struggling with putting that on my list as well. Mm-hmm. I like that movie. Okay. What you got, John? Uh, American Gangster. Yeah. <laughs> number five. All right. Uh, number five for me. Same thing, brother. American Gangster. Hey. American Gangster. Mr. Frank Lucas. Uh. <laughs> Number four, what you got, Steph?
3: American Gangster is my number four. Oh, I right. struggled with Fences in American Gangster so much, like, ooh. Oh, but man.
4: yeah. Okay.
2: American Gangster is also my number four. Wow! Wow!
0: <laughs> wow. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Look at the men versus the women. The men got it lower. The women got it lower.
2: <laughs> That's, fine. That's something. It was well, something about that suit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
3: Now let me say this. Let me say this. This top 3 is going to be important because we better all have the same number 1. Uh, I think me and Steph
2: probably got the same number 1.
0: I think we, I, we, better all we, have we should. Same number
3: one. If I feel it in John my is spirit. Gonna, John is going to be the problem I feel. Okay, let's, let's, <laughs> go. <laughs> let's go. Let's <laughs>
2: go.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's part for the course, <laughs> right? Uh, I'm, the, I'm always the variable. Yeah, thanks.
0: Man,
1: <sighs> okay. All right, what you got for four, <laughs> Um Training day. Okay, my number four. Okay, All right. mm-hmm. yeah. I ain't know you like to get wet.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He was a fool.
2: <laughs> Shot me in the ass. No.
0: <laughs> number four for me is the honorable mention. Man on fire. Mm. Nice. That's my number four. Honorable mention there, huh? <laughs> All right. Yeah. Uh Steph number three.
3: Training day.
0: Mmm. Okay. Getting up there.
3: Training day.
0: What yeah. you got, mahogany? Flight. Flight, okay. You really like that movie, huh? I did. I really love that. Movie. I only seen it once. I need to watch it again. I
2: watch it like monthly.
0: Yeah, it was a good. Along movie.
2: with a couple of other movies, I like. Okay, like, that's just how my <clears throat> relaxed time. I just watch a couple movies I enjoy.
0: Okay, John, number three, um, Philadelphia. You know, I've never watched <gasps> that movie.
1: You never watched
3: that.
0: <laughs> Mm-mm. Wow, well, Steph, I heard you. What's going on there? It's
2: very heart touching. If heart.
0: Yeah, Uh,
3: we'll we'll talk about that in a minute. Go
0: ahead. All right, number three for me, a soldier story. Uh, Ah, one of my favorite movies period of all time. Never seen it. You never seen it? Oh my god! It's um, came out in '84, I believe, and it's about a it's it's all black ensemble movie, and. You know, the guy that played Mr's father on color purple, Mm -hmm. he's a sergeant and he's in charge of an all black, um, platoon, Uh platoon. Yeah. Yeah. And he was murdered. He was very, but they go back in time to see how he was because the guy Henry Rollins from in the heat of the night, he comes in to investigate Mm -hmm. and he was very abusive to all the black guys in his platoon and Robert Townsend is in it um Denzel a whole bunch of black actors are in it mm-hmm. and him and Denzel really like they do not get along like they had a boxing match it's it is a very very good movie i i would say i would yeah. say give it a watch <clears throat> so a soldier story is uh his role that he played in that that was really his first big role <laughs> i think <clears throat> And it was very good to me.
3: I'm going to have to go ahead
2: and watch that.
0: Yeah, it's good. It's real good. So that's my number three. Steph, number two.
3: It's just like, we y'all name something, mine is always a step up. My number two is Philadelphia.
0: Oh, uh, okay. Yeah,
3: okay. Philadelphia,
0: yeah. You know, I've never seen that movie. I need to watch it.
3: <coughs> you do.
0: You do. That's you the boy him and Tom uh, Hanks, right? Right. Okay.
3: Yes. Phenomenal movie.
0: Okay. I will watch it.
3: My
2: number two is The Book of Eli.
0: <sighs> hmm, that's a interesting, interesting pick. <laughs> kind of high, very high. It's her
3: list It's her list. I,
2: uh, I, I resonate. I resonate a little. That's
0: bit That's the hot sauce on the lays. High.
2: Nah. Yeah. It's it's
0: was it was a good movie. I'm not gonna.
1: That was a good movie.
0: It was a interesting movie. <laughs> it was good. Yeah. Okay. Number two. All right, John. Number two. <laughs>
2: She Mm rocking number two, John.
0: Hurricane. Oh man, I forgot about that movie.
2: Stephanie, I was rocking like Sophia on color. She is over the rock like (laughs) Sophia. Listen,
3: I I was ready to hang
0: up. (laughs) What? (sighs) What you thought, John's number two was going to be out of control? Yeah. Okay. Number he, two he still have time. Yeah, he, we should, still have, got he
1: time. should have had a, won an one Oscar for that, by the way,
0: but that's just The uh, Hurricane. Yeah. Well the yeah. controversy of it being true, right? Yeah. I guess. But I mean, what never mind. Yeah. That's number two for show. me. <laughs> training Day. Uh okay. boop, Number two. Boom, 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 boom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Training day. Number two. He played the hell out of that role.
2: You shot me in my ass, <laughs> Jake. I hope your money. I need work. my money, <laughs> Jake. <laughs> oh man. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah,
2: Jake.
0: <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. And you met. That's what number two. <laughs> he did. Motherfucker. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you, you just said what Mama said. <laughs> Listen, I only used it once. This is the only time. The <laughs> Jake! I just reached a certain threshold.
2: I had to get it. <laughs> Shoe
0: program, Nicole.
2: Ah, uh, uh. <laughs> You should see that. <sighs> All I right,
0: with imagine. the cigarette in his mouth. Yeah. Okay. We we down to the nitty-gritty. Number one. What you got, Steph oh, for number one? This should be a resounding number one, because I ain't heard this movie yes, it yet. Should.
3: But it, John, be, I'm I'm looking at be, him at the corner of my eye. Let me tell you. <laughs> let me tell you. I'm- I'm actually looking for my keys in case I need to make a trip to Florida today. Um, I'm gassed up and ready to go. This my number one. This man played the role better than the actual man himself. <laughs> this yes.
4: movie
3: made made after my hero and also my birthday mate. Oh Malcolm yeah, that's right. X.
0: Yes. Uh, Malcolm. X. Yes. 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 X.
3: That
2: too is my number one. Yes, Yes. Yes.
0: Yes. My favorite book, the uh, yes. The Life of By Toe by Alex Hale. I mean yeah. Yeah. John, what's your number one, John? John, what's your number one?
2: What's your number one, John?
3: <laughs> Where are my keys? <laughs> <laughs> John, don't play with me.
4: <laughs> <sighs>
1: my number one is I'm gonna do it like a paternity court, Malcolm X. All right. Woo. Okay. Woo. <laughs> listen, listen,
3: I don't, I don't subscribe to violence. No. Violent,
2: but you will right. choose it
3: <laughs> when necessary. Oh,
2: and
3: and and for this, you have redeemed yourself for friends.
2: All right,
0: there you go.
3: Look at <laughs> you have finally redeemed yourself
4: poor
0: print. How you feel about that, John? I'm so full right now.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: oh I can see it all goodness. over your face. <laughs> Listen, I was
3: ready to get on the road and be like, okay, John, you gonna see me today.
0: <laughs> uh, I got several places to stay. So. <laughs> um, that's hilarious. Well, I'm glad that everybody, <laughs> you know, we recognize. And he was robbed of that Oscar, of course. Yes, definitely. Mm-hmm. Robbed. But,
3: it, but you know.
0: He was robbed. He
3: was, was that the robbed.
0: same year that Angela Bassett was robbed? For 93? What's Love Got to Do With It? 94, 93, 94. I thought yeah. Malcolm X came out a little before that,
3: though. A couple of years before that.
0: Was Malcolm X 92?
3: I think no. so. Hold on. I'm looking now. Um, I'm looking now. Hold okay. on.
0: Cause what's love got to do with it? I think came out in yes. ninety four. Mal
3: Malcolm X was ninety two. Okay. Love, what's love got to do with it? Was ninety three.
0: Okay, so back to back. Because yeah. Lawrence Fishburne got yeah. robbed too. Yeah, they did yeah, that. Mm-hmm. he forever be. He played Ike better than Ike. <laughs> what? Yes, he did. <laughs> I thought he was Ike. <laughs>
3: you know and what? And when I that, think Ike Turner, Turner should... I don't see Ike Turner.
0: No, no, right. I, I Lawrence see, Fishburne. see Lawrence Fishburne. Lawrence Fishburne. Lawrence Fishburne.
3: Yes. Yes. You know what? That should be a countdown for a future show, like roles that the actors played. Ah, uh,
0: yes. Parts. That's They're, a yeah. good one, Steph. Yes. That they bodied should. the because role I mean, so much, so you thought that was. They played the ro- mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay.
3: Because That's in at, like, since I've known you, Keith has been making us do top 10 lists since I've known him. Mm-hmm. And this has been the most difficult one that I've ever had to put together.
2: Wow. I have a newfound respect this for is him. For Before yeah. being as a listener, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, can't be that hard. Yeah, When I did that first list, yeah. I was like, mm-hmm. what?
1: <laughs>
2: Wait a minute. <laughs> then you get the 10, right? After uh-huh. you minimize everything else. So you take, you got 20 choices. You mm-hmm. get it down to 16. Mm-hmm. Then you get it down to 14. Yeah. Then you get it down to 11. Then you don't want to get let go of the 11, right? Yeah. But then you uh-huh. like... I don't want to have 150 honorable mentions either. Right. Okay, so do you get right. down to 10, and then you got to rank them? And then it's like, okay, that's a whole nother two hours of my life. Yeah. But then even
1: if you get the 10, right. you still scrutinize scrutin the original 10. Right. Because yeah. I'm like,
2: are you sure, mahogany? Like, I'm not gonna lie. Mm-hmm. I went back and forth about training day. That <laughs> might why. That might be why I looked a little tired today. It was a little stressful. Yeah. You know. What? <laughs> but but I was like, and, and don't get me wrong. Like, we know that no matter what this man does as an actor, it is phenomenal. We don't have right. a complaint about Denzel about any role that he's ever played
0: correct
3: right which can't be said about a lot of actors right but in this the easiest the mm -hmm. easiest part about this list was my one and two i wrote those immediately and then i sat there with like 22 other movies like how do i do this and i'm me you know i only wanted one honorable mention which keith is going to give me a problem about that man on fire for a minute Mm -hmm. But I was sitting here like, wow, what do I do? And I really struggled with three and four. Like, was training day better than American Gangster or vice versa? Mm -hmm. I had to actually sit and watch American Gangster so I could,
0: Mm -hmm. you know,
3: whatever. So, yeah.
0: Yeah, I I knew my one, two and three. I knew those were Mm going to be my top three. It was four and five because Mm -hmm. I Man on Fire has some sentimental value to me. Because that was like the last movie me and my grandma watched together Mm -hmm. before she passed. So she loved that movie Mm -hmm. and I loved it too. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I was like, is it better than, and then so I I put American Gangsta and Man on on Fire like right there. But just the sentimental value to that, value to Uh me with that movie pushed it to number four for me. But
2: None of us had Inside Man either.
0: I, I didn't know. like no, Inside didn't. Man. Inside Man. Is that the one where the guy was inside the bank? I didn't like that movie. never no. seen it. I didn't like it. And it was that was a sure. Spike Lee directed movie.
2: It was okay. I didn't care he for it. He never does any bad acting, but it wasn't like my favorite. Yeah.
0: But um, good, good list, everybody. Um, I was going to, we were going to, but I think we kind of running a little long today, mm-hmm. which is no problem. I was going to talk about, we were going to follow up with John about his uh, Lovecraft Country. Well, you know, we got a few minutes. We got about five minutes to kill John.
2: Can I have some of wine? I'm going to need it. <laughs> How far have you gotten?
0: <laughs> when, we, when we spoke in episode 27, I think. Yeah, 27. Now, we didn't follow up in last week's episode, but we're following up today. Episode 27, you were going to start watching Lovecraft Country. And uh, Mahogany and I advise you to take it one episode at a time, go on episode two. Where are you now with the series? And we'll have a more in-depth follow-up with you, but how far are you into the series? And can we get a thumbs up, a thumbs, thumbs down with that?
1: Okay. So I did not start off with the first episode for whatever reason. I did not check... The HBO Max uh to make certain it was the first episode. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually watched the fourth episode. Oh. <clears throat> and um Woo. Oh, you went in a deep dive. I went too deep. Yeah. And um <clears throat> I didn't know it was the fourth episode until uh the the credits rolled and I looked and I was like, Well, hot damn, that's the fourth episode. So I had to double back to the first episode to find out what led to the events in the fourth episode. Hmm. So to answer your question, I actually finished the series. Oh,
2: How oh okay. was it? Whoa. I'm proud of you.
1: Okay. Yes.
2: Did you rest okay though?
1: So yeah, I did. I did rest uh, just fine. I just remember the first episode, I had a, a nice little jump scare. Um, it was just myself and my daughter in the other room Mm -hmm. and, uh, one of those vampire things jumped out and I immediately yelled, Oh shit. (laughs) And I haven't had one of those in in years, but the story was so compelling. It's like, well, I have to, I can't just stop. I just continue. So uh, I actually finished uh, late last night. Okay.
0: Yeah. What was the creepiest part of the the, the 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 the? But first, thumbs up or thumbs down? Thumbs up. Okay, thumbs up. Okay. What, what was p- the what was the creepiest part of the whole series? Because let me tell you, when I when uh, you know when the episode dropped, Dwayne texted me, and he said, "Man, you gonna have that man watch that with these," and then he sent me the picture of the two girls, <laughs> and I said, "Oh my God, I forgot about them." <laughs> thought. I forgot all about the two
2: girls. That's the only thing I was thinking about when That's I was like, well, you got to stop at a point. I had forgot. Mm-hmm. I was
0: thinking more of the monsters, you know, but I had forgot mm-hmm. about And that was the worst part for because me. I couldn't sleep well. Part. Oh, my God. Oh, wow. I didn't sleep well yeah. after that. So, John. Yeah, yeah or not. John, what's your thought? What was the
1: creepiest part for you? There were multiple things about it that were creepy to me. Uh, so many elements. It had the monsters, which were t- tangible, uh, the curses, the magic, the chanting.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, all of the things. Okay. All right. It's going to be okay. There was a no. nine
1: tail fox me... reference in there. Uh-huh.
2: Wait,
0: wait, stop, Judd. Guys, I know you can't see Judd, <laughs> but if you had seen the way his eyes lit up when he said he the chanting. Like... <laughs>
1: Listen, I was about to cut it off, like after that. Yeah, like the the the, the, the pentagrams and all that other stuff that they're drawing and, and with blood. I said, no, nah, I shouldn't be watching this.
4: Well, nah, I should be watching this. I
1: think that was more creepy than like I can deal with um, dogs that look like well the they're not even, the, the vampires with multiple eyes and mm. thousands of teeth. I could deal with that. Mm-hmm. Um. The two girls that that really freaked me out, yeah. Especially when the book, I, the book,
0: <laughs> yeah, when it was just
1: just regular uh, uh, Uncle Tom book, yeah. And then the illustration on the front, yeah. the illustration yes. was looking at you with the yes. uh, over exaggerated smile.
0: And That's kind of mm-hmm. like that 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 show that was on. I don't mean to cut you off. It was on what Amazon Prime that came on it. I told you that was a disappointment mm-hmm. about the black family that moved into the all white yeah. neighborhood, mm-hmm. and they had the. um I just watched the whole. I can't thing. think of the name of the guy, the movie. I mean, the show. Well, beautiful actress. I can't think of the name of the show, but remember they had mm-hmm. the guy, the Sambo. Mm-hmm. He was creepy as hell. With the
2: black face.
0: Yeah, but go ahead, John. I'm sorry.
1: Yeah, that that creeped me out, but. Um, the vampire dogs did get me. I'm trying to remember, but I was more afraid people. of the of the uh, the non tangible stuff that you couldn't see, just the, the chanting oh. and. The, and the... <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. That's the stuff that freaked me out, because I didn't want to get locked up one night and then <laughs> I see a reenactment. I cannot. I
3: Damn! Cannot.
2: Oh my uh, god!
3: Uh, you should uh, see his face. Uh, <laughs> uh, I cannot.
1: So that's that, yeah. that's too
0: hard. <laughs> <sighs> I'm almost gonna call a crib. <laughs> that Shannon. <laughs> I'm <sorry. They> hurt. <sighs> okay.
2: You don't work the muscle loose laughing. <laughs> <sighs> mm. Mm, mm,
0: mm, mm, mm. Uh, well, I'm glad you didn't lock up. Ruby turned into a white lady that freaked me out. Too. That freaked me out too. That whole transformation. From going to the white, late to the black, to the white. yeah, that freaked me out. Uh-huh. That freaked me out every I time. I know somebody that act
2: like Ruby. What I didn't want to.
0: Ooh,
2: what's that? I know somebody that act like Ruby didn't bother me a bit.
0: <sighs> I was very uh-huh. disappointed in her, Ruby. Yeah,
2: yeah, I would have knocked Ruby off. <laughs> <laughs> no ma'am.
0: But yeah, the skin falling <laughs> off when she. Oh man, that creep. That creeped me out. That and what they call them, the pick girls. I guess oh, that's oh, what the they
2: twins, call The queens, honey.
0: The tw- <laughs> That was the creepiest. It was that the chanting did get to the, me too. The, 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 just yeah, them in that in that in the little um, not hallway, but there was a um, they were kind of in the um, in the street alley, and the one up man, look, look, okay. <laughs>
3: But, you know, the only episode of Lovecraft Country that bothered me was the first. That thing with the multiple eyes, like, really? I guess because I like horror movies. I watch them like, every that's day. That's what I love. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> I'm just like, that was the only thing that bothered me. And I don't know if it's because I watched it at night mm-hmm. and then I couldn't sleep. But from there on out, like, I always watched the episode, like, the next day. I wouldn't watch Sunday night. So mm-hmm. I would watch during the day. But that, that thing with all of those eyes, like, really creeped me out.
0: Yeah. So, what was your take from it, John? I mean, other than the creepy, scary stuff, it was a lot to digest, right? It's
1: a ton of digests. Um, I had to, uh, a few times I would get emotional. Yeah. As far as what our ancestors had to go through mm-hmm. on a daily basis. Yeah. Um, Yeah, uh, the dynamic between the father and— Oh, man, that was emotional, wasn't it? Yeah. And then I was going to text you. like, I mean, this series literally had just about everything that you didn't ask for, but it was in there. Mm -hmm. Um, From the plight of the black man and the black woman to dealing with uh, your sexuality Mm -hmm. in a uh, very conservative time where it was taboo. To have that, even t- those thoughts, or even that type of relationship, which, uh, as a result, um, led to the strain between the father and the son, and the, um, in the episodes or mm-hmm. in that series, um, just just the whole, just the whole lot, just being pissed off, and then one more moment, and then terrified the next moment.
0: <clears throat> yeah, it ran through all your emotions. Um,
1: it didn't give you enough time, in in in, in some instances, to process.
0: What was going on? Mm-hmm. But um, did they ever? Was that his father, or was know. that his brother, son? The one that he called his George. uncle. Yeah. Who was his real father? Did they ever state? that? They never that? stated. They said there was an indication. There was indication
1: that George was the was, was the dad. Yeah. Because
0: even George alluded to it. Yeah, and. Hey, the, the 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 story about him in the war was wild too. With the 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 where you know, woman turning into a a thing that was wild as well. Like it was so much packed into one season. Mm-hmm. You know it what I mean?
2: Definitely was, but I'm not even gonna lie because I am a horror movie fanatic. Mm-hmm. Like just the I'm the person that sit back and be like, how twisted does somebody have to be? Right. To come up with these things, right? So now, you know, as children, we watch certain movies and it's like the Freddy Krueger's and Mm -hmm. the Michael Myers and stuff like that. And it was like, oh my goodness, that was (laughs) scary. But now things are more realistic. Yes. The way that they set up the effects makes it more real. Yes. So I can, I can overstand actually what John would be like, "Mm -mm, the Channing, because Mm -hmm. you could be walking through anywhere and hear something resembling that and be ready to get in your car. listen.
0: I'm taking off. Okay? If somebody
2: daughter walking through the mall and they got them little picky nitty braids, I'm, I'm gone. Be mad at okay. It. And Ma'am. the twins too? No, sir. Ma'am. What are you doing? Because I think America like when I saw their smiles, I instantly went to the clown on American Horror Story. Mm.
0: Mm-hmm. It reminded me of that, but I wasn't as creeped out on American Horror Story Clown as I was with them two girls. Them two girls did something to me.
2: Like they, they, they did yeah. something to me. I'ma tell you the reason why it was so real to you is because they was black.
0: Ah There you go. You got it. There was two black
2: girls. That's what made it real. That's that's the only reason I can't watch Candyman again. Mm
3: -hmm. (laughs) I'm going to tell you why I didn't like the twins. And I think it's because I don't know if you read Uncle Tom's cabin or whatever. Uh The takeaway with that, it was like, it was with the conjoined um, twins. It was like, there was this white pure half and then this black evil half. Yeah. And then I'm just sitting there like, then you have, so I think that's where Misha yeah. Green may have gotten that from. Mm-hmm. So then it's like, you you have these two girls and you know, they're both black and they're both evil and they're sitting there, you know how my mom was. Right, right, and right. And I'm like, mm, I don't like this.
0: Yeah, but, yeah. yeah. I mean, I underst- yeah. I didn't like it either, but I understood mm-hmm. why she did yeah. it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um Because she already kind of had that story going with the, with the, With the um, what's her name? That shedded the white skin. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she had that already going, Ruby. So, Uh, it was a lot. I hope, I hope that there's a season two on Apple Plus. You know what I mean? But yeah. So, John, I'm glad you soldiered through. I did not expect for you to get through everything. I'm
2: proud of you. Very <laughs> proud of you. I am very And nothing of locked you. up. You didn't
0: have to set your time up. Yeah. Not yet. <laughs> that Channing may come back. I was, run, I was ready to run out the room. After <laughs> <that>. <laughs> yeah, wow. man, I, I totally I was thinking of the monsters. I just told and to Dwayne and I and I said, man, should I say something to John? I said, no, I'm not going to say
1: nothing."
2: boxy and bops, yeah. he said that <laughs> The monsters,
1: monsters I could deal with, but the, the metaphysical mm. and all this stuff. And, yeah.
0: Yeah, I know. I'm not touching that with a ten foot. He goal. sent that to me with them girls. I was like, oh my god, and
2: Uh-oh. I was like, they was all bending weird at the train station yeah. and all that. I was like, Ooh. oh, I like her. Like that following behind
0: yeah. and they're not there and then they're oh okay, all right. So, uh, song of the lock week, up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> song of the week, what you got, Steph?
3: My song of the week um is actually a song I listen to every morning: it's "Black Parade" by Beyonce.
0: Oh,
2: right!
0: What you got, Mahogany?
2: I'm such a girl. It's Love and War by Tamar Jackson.
0: Oh, right. okay. Tamar, Tamar Jackson? Tamar Braxton? Braxton. Oh, you got Jackson on the brain. Watch out
2: now. <laughs> Why she said Michael Jackson. Tamar Braxton. I apologize, yeah. Tamar, if you ever hear this.
0: Uh, she will get you correct on that. Yeah.
2: Yes.
0: She need still fix her life. Uh, John, what's your song of the, I the week? Help. Big K R I T. Uh, Mount Olympus.
2: Okay. Uh, yes, sir. Hmm, okay. Good and pick.
0: Friend. And uh, my song of the week is "Rich Boy" featuring Big Boy and Pastor Troy. And I love you. That's a throwback.
3: Mm. Okay. Um. um can I ask this really quickly? Yeah. Really quickly, have any of you heard the new Nas album?
0: I started and I got to the first two tracks and I uh-huh. haven't gone back, not because it's terrible. It's because thing uh-huh. life has gotten in the way, but Oh my God, I love it. I love it.
3: I love it. Yeah. I love the it. first
0: two I'm, I'm, dope, I'm, I'm waiting to get that. to. No, oh, yeah. I take it back. Not the first two. I got up into the song. I heard the song with N- uh, Eminem and EP, e- EPMD. Oh yeah. And that was the last track I heard. And so I can't oh. wait to get back because oh, I want to oh. gradually make my way to the Lauren Hill song that I've been hearing a lot.
3: Oh yeah. you are You'll love it. Okay. You will love
0: it. Have y'all yeah. heard it? Uh, no, I'm
3: about
2: to um, I'm about to okay. download it now on
3: Amazon.
0: Yeah, I love, I love Nas. Yeah,
3: this is yeah, this is King's ransom 2 and mm-hmm. I really love it way better than King's ransom one. Like I do.
0: Yeah, I didn't like it. King's ransom one. I like the the mm-hmm. previous album that he had with um, that Kanye with produced. Kanye? That was excellent yeah. to me. Like.
3: It was dope.
0: Yeah. So, uh, but so far what I, lo- what I'm hearing, I'm liking. So um, definitely. All right. Well, Steph, thank you so much again. As, thank you. Uh,
4: and congratulations
3: again, girl. So happy for you. Yeah. Thank you. Keep me in your, yeah. Keep me in your prayers. I'll keep will. you all updated. <laughs> thank you.
0: And um, full term. That's that's, that's speak that into yes. existence.
1: That's,
2: that's right. That's yes.
3: right. 40 weeks.
2: Yes. I ain't gonna say 41 because that's gonna that's a long time. No. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, once again, catch us on any social media platform, uh, short desk podcast again. Um make sure you get the questions in for the short desk podcast at gmail.com. Steph, you are eligible for that hundred dollars, so don't act like you can't get into it. Um, you oh, will be eligible. So when we post that for episode thirty, we'll definitely have that there. We are the short desk podcast. Holla at your boy. Oh, you know they don't pay me to thank. <laughs> <laughs>